This is Pod With Me. I'm Alex J. Aguiar, and today we have a very special guest. She's practically known me all my life. Yes, it's my sister. Get ready, because the pod starts now. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Are you ready to pod? Let's go. You all ready to pod? Let's talk, talk, talk. Are you ready to pod? Alex J. Aguiar. Alex, are you ready to pod? Hey, 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 are you all ready? We are ready. Let's get to it. Ready. This is Alex J. Aguiar, and you're listening to Pod With Me. I'm here with Martha Diaz. It's hard for me to say Diaz because, uh, you know, I'm an Aguiar. But, uh, Diaz by marriage. Diaz by marriage, that's right. How are you, my darling sister? Wonderful, thank you. Wonderful, and uh, of course, I mentioned her a lot in Why We Love Madonna Part 1 and 2, that she was part of the whole Madonna uh, I introduced you to Madonna. You sure did introduce me. I wish it was for real. I know. I've <laughs> Martha Lina. Yeah, when I call you Alina, my friends go, is she Martha? I don't even know. She's also Alina. That is. And you have one personality, just to make it clear. I have Marta and then I have Alina personality. It's a double. <laughs> double, double, <laughs> double whammy. Something by the, you know, a persona in the morning and a persona at night. That's right. And uh, I, you know, I don't know who I like better, Martha or Alina. I think Alina. Alina, right? Yeah. Yeah, Alina's a little bit more wilder. Yeah. Uh, So if she introduces yourself... More my true self. So if you introduce yourself as Martha, you don't really like the person? Um, Yeah. Not yeah. really. Not really? Okay, I'm sorry, guys. If you know, <laughs> no. if you know. Well, no, I do like the person. They just, that's, it depends on what situation or how we met. That's how close we, you, yeah. and like if it was in a, a business environment. Business environment is Martha. At the club. Alina. But my friends always, Martha, because that's how we grew up. My right. high school friends. So it's that's just, right. it just depends. Of course, and my sister is, is the one that brought the whole Crew. friends from the 80s. That's, and tomorrow I'm doing something special with them on scene footage. That's going to be fun. All right, so let's hear a little bit about your story because you have a very diverse story, don't you? I sure do. Came from Cuba when I was a year and a half, so I literally don't remember anything from then. Uh, day Christian, very, very strict. We couldn't uh, go to concerts. Well, we had, we, we covered that uh, from there on. Yeah, but after, some people probably didn't hear the episode. So you couldn't go to concerts. You couldn't hear music. You couldn't. You I had could, to. So you had I your could. sweet sixteens, which is in in, in us Latins have it, sweet fifteens. And you had to hide from the school that you were doing this huge sweet 15s, right? Correct. I could not get caught because if not, they would either have me kicked out of school. They were so strict at that time that they whip people? They sure did. You would go If you were called to the principal, you would get a paddle, paddling. Oh, wow. And we had the bus driver who had a big wooden spoon who would actually... Even the bus driver? The bus driver would say, you behave or we're gonna, I'm going to slap you in your hands. And she would have yes. Wow. And nowadays that doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. Nowadays, <laughs> nowadays you better not touch that child. <laughs> Whoa. So, yeah, because I remember once me in, four, in fourth grade, uh, I had uh, this teacher. Her name was Ms. Lynch. And she told the whole class, if we don't eat broccoli, we're going to fail. And everybody was terrified. And she actually spanked some kids that didn't eat the, the broccoli. She had a little paddle. And she spanked the people, and I ate the broccoli, and luckily I liked it. <laughs> luckily, thank <laughs> she God. She put cheese and pepper. It was good. <laughs> Anything with cheese is good. Anything with cheese is good. Tell us about a little bit about your marriage, because you've had you've had a marriage. I did have a marriage, and I have a wonderful son. Um, unfortunately, I now in retrospect, I was not responsible or wasn't ready for marriage. At that time. At that moment, right. But, but that was, time, since that time was a different time because... It's instilled. It's instilled. It's like your parents tell you, this is what you have to do. Go to school, get a career, or get married. You have to have children or, you yeah, know... Our just, parents are very old school. They're from that mentality. The wife stays home, right? Correct. Right. So 
but I didn't stay home. I was working, so we both worked. Mm-hmm. Um, we had our, like I said, our wonderful son. Uh, fortunately, after ten years, it uh, dwindled. It was right after your son was born, correct? It, that's when it started. Yes, mm-hmm. and it happened because. And what started? Uh, well, the no, he couldn't um, have engaged in marital sex. So he couldn't have sex. Basically, well, he could, but it was just but not with it, you. Well, yeah, well, he, mm-hmm. he did. <laughs> I just throw it out there. <laughs> no, he did. Spit it out. But it was just like, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't there. And it was due to the fact he witnessed the birth. And that kind of like not went well with him. And this is very important because this is what happens to many uh, ladies who are married and then they give birth and their husbands see see that happen, right? Right. And if they're not ready or prepared for that, then it's not a good idea. I wouldn't suggest it um, unless it, you have to really, really go to therapy and try to work through it. But if not, it's not going to... It's not going to happen because he, I wanted to, you know, stay in the marriage, but, but as a mother, but at that moment, but at that moment, you didn't know that was going on. That was the case. Well, well, yes, I, did he tell you he was, he was real with you? Yes. He he was real with me that he saw that and that's all he would envision. It's like that he couldn't get over that. It was a big hurdle. And that hurts me as well because Mm -hmm. that's your self-esteem. You're like, my God, is it, you know, you start to think all these different things verbal abuse you know your self-esteem you start to think that you're the problem and so forth and and guilty because you know you have your son so it was it was a pretty rough yeah and it's interesting because a lot of girls go through this and they don't i wonder if there's have you heard if there's any rule now don't let the husband see the birth no but i've i've heard other um you know and through friends and and conversations where they've mentioned it and i i've suggested well if he's not ready i wouldn't it wouldn't be a good idea not at all you tell him you went through it it depends. Depends, depends if you're Martha or Alina. Yeah, no, it could be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when was the point that you knew you had to get out of the marriage? Did you have that point? And it did, it did take time. Because you I were had, in love. You were still... Well, yeah. yes, because I went into the marriage for a lifetime. You wanted me there just because as a mother, but as a woman, then what was I, you know, and, and, I, and I was young, so... Yeah, and that's the rules of that mentality from back then. That parents get divorced and the, and the, the kids are not going to grow up right. I believe that's not right any, yeah. anymore. That's shit. Right. It depends on the times foundation. Have, right. The foundation and times have changed. But in retrospect, we were both young, immature. And I don't think I would have made possibly the same decisions that I made back then as I would now, knowing mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. as you get through life and experience, it teaches you. But um, within it all, we're wonderful friends. Of course, it was a period of where we, you know, it was difficult, but we got through that. And within it all, we made the best get the best environment for our son and i think he's oh no i think i know he's turned out he's turned out great to be great yeah. although mom and dad they get worried and they get upset because junior which is my nephew doesn't call him as a grandson as should but it's just a different i think just society just a different generation that they don't know and not only that now times basically you're connecting yourself through the computer through the video games it's just a different way of life uh, actually Mm-hmm. and how they communicate I, he loves me and i know he loves me we might not talk every day but i'm not yeah not it's just a, it's just a different style that you you guys are comfortable with and you guys know what you have with each other but other people that are used to a different type of relationship uh, as far as what family should be um and and those values that they believe in they want to enforce it on everybody else and right. they well, don't society see society has said that it should be or how it you know mm-hmm. should plan out but exactly and but we're great now that you decided right to get a divorce yes how was that talk 
we went through the process. Uh, we went to, actually we had to take a course because we had a, a minor as a son, which actually helped. And what was the course? What was it? What At Miami-Dade about divorcing yeah, and how anger, it usually sticks with you for three to five years, depending on how it was. And actually, yeah, it does. You have that anger and you have to work through it and and realize it and and accept it and, and move on. Right after the divorce, what did you do to move on? Well, there's a special person in my life mm-hmm. that actually got me, and I don't, and I don't even think he realizes it. And not Madame X. No, no, no not well. <laughs> Madame X helped me, but <laughs> Madame X always helps me. Um, it was you. You um. came. It was just um, the timing. It was you got me through that. You got me through my other. Um, a down, you know, it wasn't a downfall, but just another uh, situation when, again, you were there. It's All right, like, guys, it, so long story short, it, no, I did not have a talk with her. No, I did not take her to the movies. I took her partying. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I took her dancing with me, and it was a moment where I was I was coming into terms um, to who I was. So it was just, it all aligned at the same time, and I had the guts, like if she didn't know, but she knew, of course. I told her that I was, uh, you know, that I was gay, and that she said that was her brother and that she loved me and no matter what and then and then right away i told you you want to go to the saint which is uh in fort lauderdale was like the manner of now and that was all she wrote and that's all she wrote (laughs) she saw the dancers she she got distracted and we would go out and that little bit you know you were not a lot with me back then right yes and little by little it got me through it helped became more popular than me because everybody was asking me where's the sister (laughs) every time we go out your sister's so pretty your sister's so pretty so it did it helped me it helped me get myself my persona my self-esteem built built myself back up so i i'm always grateful and thankful I'm, I'm happy that I was able to do that and I'm happy you were able to go with me because I was you also helped me in the sense that I was coming out and I had my sister there with me uh, that felt nice and I wasn't so alone going through that journey myself so so we it, we came into tune together well we were in our past life I when I oh got, yes, you, oh yeah you, oh, so my sister read. went to go see her <laughs> you get your chart read yes and, I did and uh, they said that we know each other from past lives Mm-hmm. Yes. Wasn't it Alexis Reyes? No. <laughs> Who'd you go to? You're cheating. <laughs> it's my Kabbalah moment. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Because, yeah, so I studied Kabbalah for 10 years, and she didn't want to go. And uh, my teacher said when she's, her soul's ready, she would come. So she had a spiritual awakening. He was right. She did go. And, and I'm still going. And she's still going. She's even more than me now. So there you go. <laughs> and what did they tell you? That we knew each other from the past? Correct, because there was a period where I was telling her, my brother has actually been there in, in my certain times where I've been really down low, and he's been there, and I don't even think he realizes about what he's gotten me through mm-hmm. those certain times. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, I see that you guys were together in your past life. Wow. So I was like, Were we still brother and sister back then? She didn't really specify, but like that we were together in that like I, life. Maybe I was. Like, we were both dogs. And we were, <laughs> <laughs> I would have to re, <laughs> rehear my recording. You were Tweety Bird, and I was a dog in the, in the house. In the house pets. <laughs> so, but did she say where we lived, or you didn't ask those questions? Like we're part no, of the world, or anything? On, she uh-huh. went on to to a different um, uh, about my work, and that I'm a very smart individual, and that anything I put my mind to, I can do. She's like, for, she even used. An example like right now you know the astrology reading she said um you don't know you might not know anything about it but you'll you'll do it you'll learn it and you'll probably be better than me 
through Kabbalah, encourage, I gave you, yeah, and self-esteem again, and and my worth, mm-hmm. you know, believe in myself exactly. and love myself. So I, yeah. I've come a long way. You know, like every, all of us, we've gotten some some shenanigans recently with work, yes. and now you're reinventing yourself. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna say it. So anyway, <laughs> looking back at your life, most of it. We've already heard from the other episodes from the 80s, and, you know, mm-hmm. how you grew up, which was a very beautiful time. And, and I think we, we both had a very good childhood, right? Yes. yes, I had a great... I wouldn't change it for the world. And I wouldn't change it either because I was your chaperone. Oh, yes, you were. Yeah, we yes. didn't talk about that much that uh, last <laughs> episode. Last but, time, but, but yeah, so the funny thing yeah. is that, you know, the mentality, as we were saying, my parents were very strict in the sense of the morals and, and, and their values and how they grew up. Hence the fact that you went to a, a private school and I went to public. Like they didn't care about children. me. <laughs> well, went, you were the boy. I'm I was girl. the boy. You remember the boy? The so the boy okay. gets, yeah, yeah, it's okay. He gets to defend himself and everything, right? And, and my sister went to private school and I had, you know, I got the card at what, 16? You had to wait till you were 18. I got, I got a cable box and you didn't get a cable box till later. And we're both in the same house. Imagine that. I wasn't realizing it because I was small, but she must have been. Don't imagine I was rolling. You were, <laughs> you were furious. No wonder you were upset with me sometimes and we didn't want to play the Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but, no, but then, but then the what, we're, what I'm getting at is every time she went on a date, every time she, most of the time that you went out with your friends, there was a period there where I had to go with you. If not, you couldn't go. Correct. The yes. chaperone. The chaperone. Like if he what was a gonna great chaperone. Like, like, yeah. If I was gonna defend, <laughs> like if he was gonna, <laughs> I see her kissing someone. I'm going, no, stop, <laughs> stop, stop, wait, wait. Like, is, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, the best at was, twelve. The best was the the incident. Remember the movie. And oh um, <laughs> so we went to go see this movie called Satisfaction with uh, Justin Bateman. Mm-hmm. And when we come out of the movie theater, uh, there was the car was alone in the parking lot, but the trunk was the open. The trunk was open. So then um, it was in Lisette's car. So Lisette starts panicking because, you know, she had extracurricular activities or stuff in her car. Mm-hmm. So then we all start panicking and you're like, but what's going on? Oh, because you had, you know, um, weed in the car. Well, yes. Yes. Of course. And then. Uh, and of course, I don't know what any of that is. Right. And then you're like, call the police. And we're like, no, no, don't. <laughs> oh, they don't. Want, so the, the trunk was open. And now I'm getting the real story. The trunk was. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> really the car was open we're like don't tell my brother no just get off just just get everybody in the car and let's just go home so let's everybody home. was freaking out because the, the car was open yes and they wanted to call the cops to you know they right. didn't steal anything right well uh, she was looking for her weed so if they did i have no clue I, I was just worried about you and to get you in the car and to get home because i didn't you want nothing worried, to about, worried about the weed no i was not because I was worried about you. I had to get you home and make sure you were safe. And so. And I know, started and crying. I think, uh, but I think I did. There's a bomb. Somebody said a bomb. A bomb. And you. Right. And, and then Miriam. And then Miriam got her. Uh, Lisa ran over <laughs> her toe <laughs> with the car. All this happening All at this once. happening at once. And so I'm like, here I am. Chaos. So there's chaos. Everybody has weed in the car. Everybody's panicking. Don't call the cops. Lisa gets in the car. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Let's go. You run over Miriam's uh, <laughs> uh, foot. <laughs> And take off, and I and then someone yelled bomb, and I started screaming and 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 crying. I think I cried I in there know, too. But it was like, don't worry, don't worry, we're good, we're good, we're good. Lisa, get me home, please now. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. And then so, this was the most funniest one. So we went to Zamora, our yes. friend Zamora's house, and she was having a huge, and they were Colombian. Correct. So everybody right. was having aguardiente. Which I had more than I should have. One, two, cha cha cha. Okay, so <laughs> you were having more, more, oh, than you? more, more, more. So and more. they lived in a two-story house, and I remember I was in the in the room, and there was some kids, and we were playing whatever. So then I looked through the through the window that you can see into the front of the house, 
and I see them, my sister, like, touching her face with her hands, uh, faint, kind of fainting, but not fainting, and just, like, and I have no idea what being drunk is, or I've never seen a drunk person in my life. The first drunk person I ever saw was you. Now I realized it. <laughs> the first when drunkie. Well, you realize when you When, when you, you have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I just realized that you were actually my first yes, drunk experience. You were, you were very scared, and I was just... No, I thought you were no, losing no, your head. No, and I'm telling you, don't even tell mom. Don't tell mom. Don't and the most funniest mom. thing is that they put uh, newspapers all over the floor like she was a dog. <laughs> well, because mm-hmm. it, I was vomiting. Yeah, so they put newspapers all over the floor, and I'm here freaking out and crying. What's going on here? It was just traumatizing for me. You trauma- mom, did, did I traumatize I, you? Or did mom traumatize you? I don't know, but I don't think I don't think mom. If mom knew that sending me out as a chaperone was, was a good that, idea, now she's gonna blame me. If she only knew that sending me out as a chaperone was to see you drunk and with weed in the car, you know, little boy, eight or nine years old, going around town with weed in the car. <laughs> really. <laughs> now I find out. Oh, okay. Well, well things we know. No. no. Uh huh. No, how about no. the time you and Miriam uh, snuck off with the car? Mm-hmm. I had just gotten my restricted, so Miriam's like, "Come on, come on." I'm like, "No, Miriam, what if my mom? Come on, come on." So no, she would I be can like, "Imagine there was no on. Facebook, no Instagram, so Nothing, everybody. Thank God. So you had to do something else. <laughs> so yeah. we drove. We drove. We snuck the car and out. Then the father and takes in. the chaperone along. <laughs> Yeah, no the, why didn't you leave the chaperone at home? No. <laughs> chaperone always wants to come along. Yeah, but he right. had fun. It was eventful. Yeah, had, I was, was a eventful. little brat when I was a little. One. Oh, and filming us all the time. I was filming that you when you, when you threw time. a slipper at my camera once. <laughs> you guys were pissed. I was a very annoying <laughs> little kid. But it was fun now in retrospect. In retrospect. Yes. And, and okay, so then, but when you, the whole point of the car is that you took it out and then it had a check engine that it was going to check engine. It was going to fail and I started crying in the car. <laughs> So I guess, did I traumatize you? Because I don't think mom did. I think it was me. <laughs> Probably you. Now that we're talking about this, I think we're going to cut this cut podcast short. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right. There's so many more stories, but we can go on and on and on. And I hope people are not bored no listening way, to us. Yeah. I think they're having fun, hopefully. Or they're in these two wackos. Let me change this. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, um, and re- what would you tell Martalina at the time, Aguiar, your 15-year-old self? What would you, th- if you could look at her now in front of you, what would you tell her? I would tell her, um, enjoy. Do not get married early. Uh, if you want to pursue a career, whatever you want to pursue, whatever you love, do that. And then love will find you. Anything else you would, you would tell? I'm thankful, blessed, and grateful that I have you. Oh, I'm thankful too. And then this is not a crying episode. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's just watch Madam X. One, two, cha cha cha. For more Pod With Me, check us out on our social media. On Facebook, we are Pod With Me AJA. On Instagram, Pod With Me. We're also on the Apple Podcast app and Google Podcast app. Check us out there. And that's the best way to listen to Pod With Me. This is Alex J. Aguiar. And until next time, don't fall off the pod. See that you guys were together in your past life. life Maybe I was, like, we were both dogs. <laughs> we were practicing to be Madam X. <laughs> My dog name was Madam, and you were, you were X, Tweety X. Tweety X. Okay, so. I thought I, I, thought I saw Madam X. I, I saw, saw Tweety X. Ready. <laughs>